Hey, all you savers and spenders out there, this is Michael from the Saver and Spender podcast. Uh, Today, uh, we're excited to introduce a new uh, feature of the Saver and Spender podcast, which we're going to call the Sprints, um, or a Sprint episode, where we... uh, you know, spend a lot less time uh, than we normally do on podcasts, where we're typically been going about an hour, which uh, I like and I don't mind, but some people might want some shorter episodes every once in a while. So we're going to have a sprint episode every once in a while where we talk about uh, one topic, uh, maybe a tip. Uh, we're spending a couple minutes to 10 minutes or so just talking about something that uh, you might want to hear. So uh, a little different format, but today... Um, what I want to talk about is how we tell people to use cash. Uh, this is one big topic that I think a lot of people want to know about. Um, they might be using cash, uh, or uh, they just want to know more about uh, how we use cash and how we tell our clients how to use cash. So um, when we have people organize their finances, one category we have them organize their finances into, and and you, know, you can do this in a spreadsheet, is your day-to-day spending, okay? And so these are things like food, uh, groceries, and eating out, and dry cleaning, maybe, if you go to the dry cleaners, um, if you go have drinks on Friday nights with your friends or go out to the movies, uh, you get Starbucks every morning, or you, you know, those kind of things where either you're going to be using cash or you're going to be putting it on your debit card rather than a credit card. So it's these kind of debit card syndrome, I'm doing air quotes, or debit card syndrome type of spending where um, you you will use a debit card or cash, but we want you to be really organized and do the, do the uh, work on the front end of your budget every month. So make a list of uh, all of your day-to-day spending type of uh, categories that you spend money on and take a look over the past couple months or year or however far, however specific you want to be and see how much you actually spend on this category. So one way that I have clients do it is to actually use mint.com, M-I-N-T.com. And it's free to use uh, as it was last time I checked. And it really just syncs to all of your forms of payments, whether it's credit cards, checking accounts, banking accounts, savings accounts, etc. And it uh, actually uh, compiles and puts into graph and chart form all of your expenses. So it'll it'll you'll sync all your accounts to Mint.com, and it's uh, very trustworthy. So you know um, a lot of people have uh, issues with linking. Uh, random websites to your um, personal information, especially your money. Um, but they're, they're reputable. They've been around a long time and they, they have not been compromised as far as I know. So something to look into anyways. Um, and once you link all your accounts, it, it says you've spent, and it gives you a neat, neat chart and graph and says you've spent uh, this much on groceries and this much at restaurants and this much on gas and this much, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it gives you an average over the month or the year um, how much you spend. So it's just a great way to, to do that easily. You can also go through your bank account and your statements um, and look at it that way, and that is totally fine too. A little more work, but it works. Um so once you determine what your monthly average is for how much you spend on these day-to-day spending uh, categories uh, for that one big category, um, and we'll say it's, you know, with uh, what I spend on groceries, I typically spend $200 on groceries a month. Um, and then uh, every month I spend about $400 eating out, and then I get $100 for the coffee every month and blah, blah, blah. You add that up, and that comes to be, say, $800, Okay. 
uh, on average per month, you spend $800 on day-to-day spending stuff. You uh, divide that into how many times you get paid. So if you get paid twice a month or you have every paycheck, basically, you're going to take out that much um, divided over the month. So if you get paid twice a month on the 1st and the 15th and your day-to-day spending amount is $800, you take $400 out the first paycheck and $400 out the second paycheck. It's that simple, okay? So this uh, sounds a lot like Dave Ramsey's um, cash envelope system, which is correct. Uh, and for those of you who don't know about Dave Ramsey's cash envelope system, and I, I want to say that it's not his system, it's the one that he uses, but it's been around for a long, long time, that with his with the cash envelope system you do the same thing but you have an unlimited amount of envelopes where you put cash in for so you can only use this much cash so say groceries is $200 and then eating out is another $200 and then gas is $100 and then um each envelope down the line for every expense that you can possibly possibly think of you put cash in that envelope um and that works perfectly well Um, and it works for a lot of people, and we have a lot of clients that come into us and say, you know, we've been using the cash envelope system, and it works perfectly well, but usually what we see after six months of using it or so is that when you run out of money for groceries, but you have a bunch of money left over in eating out, what do you do? And you need to go buy groceries. You're going to rob Peter to pay Paul and just co-mingle your envelopes anyways. So why separate them that much when, in all honesty, we don't care if you and that and that you uh, keep track of where every single dollar goes? Because if you have this one large amount of your day-to-day spending cash, as long as you're spending it and you're using it from that, that's all that we really care about. Uh, for example, and, and this is why it doesn't matter to us in our life, so some weeks you know, we meal prep and we take out our cash and we meal prep and we plan and we spend uh, a lot of time and uh, put a lot of energy and it goes a long way into meal planning and meal prepping. And so we buy our groceries, but then we don't have to eat out. Other times I'm sick, Carmen is sick, our daughter is sick, or we're busy and we just don't have time to go grocery shopping. So we get uh, takeout quite often. But we know that one way or the other, we're probably, if we meal plan, we're not going to eat out. And if we eat out a lot, we're not going to go buy a lot of groceries. So in the end, when you do it our way, it's going to even itself out. And it doesn't really matter where each dollar goes. So that's why you can, theoretically, using our system, take out cash per every paycheck, use it, uh, keep it in an envelope in your drawer somewhere, take out what you need, you go grocery shopping, you need $200, you take $200. Um, you don't have to keep the whole wad with you at all times. Uh, we get a lot of blowback on that. So um, you're using that cash a- as often as you need it. You don't have to take it out uh, of the envelope unless you need it. Or if you want to take some folding money with you, go ahead and do that. But just know that by the end of that, that cash has to last you that whole pay period. Now, the first couple months of doing this, Um, You know, there's a little learning curve that you have to really figure out how much you actually need and actually spend. So um, if you get to the end of the pay period and you're like three days left or five days left and you used all your cash, but you still have to some expenses, you, you did not fail. It's just a learning curve and you have to adjust. We're looking for progress, not perfection on everything that we do with a budget. So, you know, take some more money out. Um, and just make a mental note the next time that you probably need to take uh, a little bit more out and adjust as you go on. Um, what happens if you have extra money at the end of the the pay period? Say you, you're 
$200 under budget. Well, you just forward that money into the next paycheck because you're probably going to have to use it for something. Um, and it's, it's better to have it there than automatically just put, oh, I'm going to put that into savings or I'm going to use it for something else and then be short of that money uh, for your day-to-day spending category next pay period. So your paycheck comes in. You go and take out that uh, uh, predetermined amount out from the ATM or the teller uh, in cash. So we'll say it's $400 per paycheck. Uh, you go get that $400 out, and then you use that, and you have that amount to use over that pay period. Um, if you and your significant other uh, get paid on opposite weeks, so you get paid on weeks one and two, and your significant, I'm sorry, one and three, and your significant other gets paid on weeks two and four, then um, you divide that monthly day-to-day spending amount into four. So um, that would be $200 if your uh, number is $800 every paycheck comes out. Uh, and then use that throughout the weeks um, and use it as, uh, as your cash. Now, the benefits of this on top of what I talked about is that one, it helps to see your money more clearly, right? Um, you're not swiping through your Bank of America app or whatever app you're using to see how much more cash you have left because we all know that that money is not actually in there. It's all uh, earmarked for something else. Uh, it actually will turn your nickel and diming uh, syndrome type of stuff, that debit card syndrome, into a fixed expense. And if you think about the fixed expenses that you do have, we don't, uh, so your mortgage and your or your rent or your car payments, we don't typically stress about those because we know when they're going to happen. We know they're going to come out every time, the same time every month. We know the amount. And if you make that a fixed expense every paycheck, it's, it's um, super easy and not stressful. Like I said before, you don't have to worry about uh, too much about where exactly every dollar goes. Um, it's a kind of a gray area we make it, but it's not a stressful gray area. Um, and like I said, you also want to give yourself some time to work through the awkwardness of cash. Um, sometimes just remembering to grab it is, is kind of a pain in the butt or, um, thinking about how much in, when you're in the checkout line at the grocery store, like I have to get my cash out, I have to get my wallet or my purse out. I have to give it to the cashier, um, and they have to, you know, it, it would feel like it takes a lot longer than using a card, but in all actuality, it doesn't. It's just kind of kind of clunky when you first start doing it. Um, so that is pretty much what we like to talk about when we talk about cash. Um, in my personal experience as the spender of uh, my wife and I's relationship, you know, I would definitely do uh, all the negative things I just talked about, you know, looking at my bank account, seeing how much I have left, or not even looking at it and just going and spending money and stressing about it after the fact, like, well, where did all this money go and where, where am I going to get it to, to pay this stuff off um, and uh, uh, pay off the overdraft charges that I that I incurred? Um, but now that I've been doing this for so long, if I don't take cash on, I don't have cash in hand and I go... Uh, to the grocery store or wherever, and I have to use my debit card, it's so stressful. Um, and it's kind of a weird thing coming, I'm doing a complete 180 uh, in doing this. So um, like I said, give yourself some time to work it out. Take your money out every pay period. We organize by paycheck because that's how we live our life. We don't live month to month. We live by paycheck. Okay. So that's first things first. That's why we do this. Um, and, and give yourself some time to figure out your exact amount that works for you. It doesn't have to be perfect. If you do overspend a little bit or, be, or go under budget, that is completely fine. Carry that over into the next month if you are under budget and adjust as you go. Um, 
uh, if you are over budget. One thing that I uh, that I didn't mention as far as cash goes is that um, it really pays for itself because there's been research that's been done that says you spend between 12 and 20% less when you're in the store com- using cash compared to using a card. And um, the one reason is that they say that it actually excites pain centers in your brain that um, when you use cash compared to when you use cards. So car- using a card doesn't cause pain in your brain, but using cash does cause pain in your brain. So you, you spend less. Also, if you have that tangible thing in your hand, um, you, you, you can keep track of how much you spend a little bit better, but also... Um, it you know it's 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 self limiting. So uh, if you're like, oh, I'm getting pretty close. I'm adding this up in my head. Um, I have four hundred dollars in of groceries with my cart, which is absurd. But some people do that if you have a big family. Um, and uh, I only have you know four hundred or three hundred and fifty dollars to spend. So um, you really self limit yourself as well. So. Um, I hope uh, that this has been helpful in the first Sprint episode. If uh, I'd really like to hear what you think about using cash. Um, I didn't go live in this one, so leave me some uh, an email or on our Facebook or our Facebook group, the Saver and the Spender um, financial group. Uh, it's free to join, and you just have to ask to join, and we will get you signed up. So look us up on Facebook groups, and uh, we post some really cool stuff and have some good conversations in there. So feel free to drop by and ask to join. Um, and if uh, this makes sense to you, if you have any questions based on this, since uh, I'm going kind of fast and I want to get this uh, in, a, in a consumable amount of time for your commute or wherever you like to listen to us. So thanks again. Uh, again, try using this cash method. Um, do a little bit of work on the front end and then at the back end. It's going to be so much less stressful. I promise you love it. Um, we will talk to you guys later. Have a great day. Thanks a lot.